Right. So, in an, a little while ago, I think in the last episode, we said we was going to uh, try to give more like Halloween type or scary type movies. Yeah, we're gonna go spooky, real spooks, real spooky, spooky. And so you're just, and so like yesterday, you hit me up with a bunch of movies. You're like, all right, there's this one, this one, this one, this one. I was like, I've seen seven. That's pretty right. scary. Yeah, seven. Like we've been trying to do seven for a while. Yeah, like, seven's I remember good. We lined it up and we're like, okay, we're gonna do seven. Is that why I watched seven? Was that because we had no, it lined up? I think we no. A while back when we were trying to do seven, I was like, it was before Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh-huh. We're like, let's give Brad Pitt a, a, a couple of movies. Give him his due, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, they were like, ah, shit, life happens. Yeah. <laughs> and stuff got in the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so seven, uh, you know, I like it. It's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. Right? Um, and then you, uh, what was, the, what was the, they'll love me, they'll love me when I'm dead? The, uh, yeah, I tried throwing in a documentary. Yeah. Which uh, is about Orson Welles and... The movie he made right before he died, um, well, he tried to make right before he died. The trailer's pretty good. It's called mm-hmm. they'll, "They'll Love Me When I'm Go- They'll Love Me When I'm Dead." Um, eh, seems all right. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a good documentary. It's just um, I knew when I would be watching mm. the movie, and I was like, ah, I gotta make sure. Yeah. Like, if it's a doc and I just woke up, like, I don't know if I'll be able to really like sink into it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So I was like, all right, let's go for. The third pick, well, there well, was I a gave, fourth pick. There was a fourth there? pick. It was a, uh, it was a uh, scream. Oh yeah, but scream. the Netflix remake. Yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, like straight up scream. Sh- straight up scream. Oh, but it's on Netflix. That's what I meant to say. Oh, okay, because I know there was like MTV put out a show. Yeah, like a scream uh, show. Also, uh, I was looking up documentaries because I was like, I really like doing documentaries. Yeah, because it's such a different like uh, analysis than it is movies. Yeah, and it's like real shit. Because you're not like, yeah, you're not talking all about like you know styles and all this other stuff. You're talking about like. You know subjects and, right. and like then but that and documentaries like, also do have their own styles exactly so there's yeah. a lot you can pick apart like, so I was like oh let, let me check out their dot and like there are so many fucking docu series <laughs> that it's annoying there's like multiple I was like, episodes I was like oh this looks interesting it's like oh this first season I'm like part one of fuck. eighteen like, <laughs> yeah, I was like I don't have time to like, like the docu series is takes uh, spans more time than the actual events right, of the yeah. docu series. It's like it was an eight-part thing. I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. Like, <laughs> that just sounds tedious. I'll just stay ignorant, really. Yeah. I was like, well, can't you do this in an hour? Yeah. I... Like, every story you could tell in an hour. <laughs> yeah, probably. And then, uh, yeah, so, and then this last movie, I saw it on Amazon Prime. I was like, I think this would be a nice little curveball. You've seen it before, right? No. Oh, good. Another no. one where neither of us have yeah. seen it. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? I, I've been, I've been kind of d- tiptoeing around it. Yeah. I've, I've wanted to see it. And I was like, right, let's see what happens. Yeah, I've seen the name thrown around like all all the time, and uh, but I could never remember anything about it. Right. Like I had no idea, dude. I had nothing going in. I didn't look it up. Really? I didn't Google it. 
All I all I knew was the the stars. I didn't know the stars. And I knew the director. I didn't know the director. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so like I went in blind. Yeah, it's and... good to not have any like especially with this movie, it's good to not have any like preconceived notions. Yeah. Or just be like all I know about it is that it's a little weird. That's all right. I knew. That's like I know sci-fi made a show about it. Right. right. Yeah. But even the show, I don't. I didn't it's watch. Sharknado Three, baby. Is it? <laughs> no. Yeah. Ugh. Sharknado, this TV show. Ah, that sucks. Keep on sharking. Or maybe it was like the results of Sharknado. Maybe right. that was the virus. The, yeah. The uh, the aftermath. Right. The, sh- the uh, twelve sharks. I, I I don't know nautical stuff. I wish I did. Like it's the post the wake no the wake the of starboard the, starboard starboard bow starboard bow that's not a thing that's no, just the right a, side of the boat. ship I think yeah or left I think it's the back of the boat oh is it I don't fucking I don't know, know. I, I, I don't live know. I live on an island but I don't go near the water exactly <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> um well the movie we're doing yes uh it stars two heavy hitters right one of which was in his prime at the time. The other was an up-and-comer yes. who, some would say, has been in his prime ever since. He's yeah. still in his prime. He's still good. He's still got, he's got more to give. Yeah. Um, so it stars Bruce Willis. Chris, oh. I was going to say Christopher Plummer. <laughs> well, yeah, he's yeah, in he's, it, too. He's in it there, too. He's in it, too. Um, and uh, Brad Pitt. Yep. The, the movie is Terry Gilliam's 12 Monkeys. Yes, that's right. 12 Monkeys. Um, this movie, um, whoa. Yeah. What? Woo. A crazy time. I had no idea I was going into a time travel movie. I had no <laughs> idea I was going into a, a post-apocalyptic movie. I had no idea I was going through like a, like a freaking like, mental health and like, right. like a thriller. Like it's it what a, like steps in so many different puddles. What a, like a, a, a great concept for a time travel movie where the guy goes back and it's like, yeah, he's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, and then... Throughout the whole time, it's like him trying. You, you don't know if, because they make some good points of like his mental state. It's like, it's like, well, maybe he is making it up. Maybe yeah. you know. But then one thing he says is that the mental, the human mind's not supposed to live in two different, two different dimensions. And I was just like, okay, so that that makes sense too. So right. maybe it's like it's not that he was crazy the whole time, but maybe he's losing it. You know. This also this movie. Uh, Terry Gilliam has a great like he builds a kind of a great world like mm-hmm. like the scenery like the, everything around it and he he does really good like uh, uh, scouting like shooting location like scouting like location scouting because uh, this movie had a twenty nine million dollar budget wow yeah huh so it's not very high it's not very high and then if you look at all the stuff that they use um like they have like. The, the future prison. Yeah, I think the future stuff probably cost the most. Exactly. And then, because yeah. you looked at it, like, a lot of people took pay cuts to work with Terry Gilliam. Yeah, I think Brad Pitt wasn't wasn't paid very much at all. Like I think Bruce Willis said, right? Bruce Willis re- refused to be paid. Really? Yeah, because he, cause he would have, like, cost too much at the time. Oh, wow. Yeah. I know, I know by the time this movie came out, uh, Interview with the Vampire was out. Mm-hmm. And so, like, this movie, he got paid, like, way less than he did for Interview with the Vampire, which came out earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to, the, even that in itself is, is super interesting. Um, but yeah, there's so much to talk about here. You, we, you could talk about the performances by Brad Pitt, by Bruce Willis. You could talk about 
the 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 overarching story does it make sense it's time travel does that make sense right who knows you can talk about the off kilter way this this whole movie was shot oh my god it like it seemed like like a like almost like a david fincher but like it seemed like the camera was either uh two inches away from a person's face yeah. or like 12 feet away and it was slightly like skewed. everything was skewed yeah and like dutch angles there was a yeah whole... tons of dutch angles a lot making things look bigger than they're supposed to be yeah. or making things look small like so it was like kind of fishbowl-y yeah. like sometimes like, you you like the whole world was basically like unstable yeah and it was that when you first jump into it it's like super fucking crazy but there's there comes a point where you're like oh yeah now i'm in yeah like, now I'm, now i'm with this that's now, the like, thing like the movie doesn't hold your hand right but it let you're able to follow it yeah there's not a lot of exposition where it's like in, in this time it's right. like they go like okay in uh 97 uh, the virus is released and you know five billion people are killed good luck yeah <laughs> Yeah, they never, and like even in like some of the other times, like he, they never explicitly say like, "Oh, we accidentally sent him to 1920." Right. Yeah. You know, you just figure that out through, uh, like, yeah, over the course of the movie. You find it, yeah, through. I think there's a okay. Uh, this movie is old too. It's over 20 years old, so we'll we'll jump around. Yeah, we can spoil it. Yeah, we'll spoil and it. move around. Yeah, we'll move around like through time. <laughs> uh, like you find out through one of the, uh, like the the people in the movie that they like just like. That they haven't perfected time travel at all, right. so they could they could send you right to the thing, or maybe three thousand years ahead yeah. of time. Like they try to like you got to figure it out, and then because then it also pauses it it like deepens this world where it's like so they've been sending people back, and then all these people who are like prophets or anything like that, like or crazy like they could just be time travelers. Right. Exactly. Like the, anyway. people, other people that they tried to send back yep. and like the bum who ripped his teeth out. Yep. You know, just a guy they sent back that didn't, that, you know, didn't want to go back to them, mm-hmm. you know, or even the guy that's like, you're one of us like him. Right. Like he looked like the prophet in her slideshow earlier. Yeah. You know, and every, all these like nuts and stuff, the other, these like theorists and stuff could just be people they sent back. Right. Yeah. You know? And the only, like the only way you knew, like, Bruce Willis was, I think, because a lot of people like, yeah, they, there was a guy, a street, a street preacher, who who said like to Bruce Willis, like you're one, you're one of us, because he has a tattoos on his head, yeah. and I guess he goes, oh shit, I got, I got those too, right, <laughs> right. There's yeah, there's a a bunch of little things where it's like, wow, like like um, it's a deep world that they it, made, yeah. It's like incredibly deep, but like. They, like you, you could lose yourself in how deep it could be, mm-hmm. but this is just like okay, we don't have that much time for this. Yeah, and it's like we got some things to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like they definitely spent a lot of time in 1990. Yeah, just to find out that it didn't really. I, I thought the whole movie would be him in 1990 instead of 96. Right. Yeah, and then he goes back, and then goes back. I was like, oh my god! Like when when this I, one chapter, I didn't realize like how like such of a small sample size the insane asylum was. Mm. Like I thought that was like a good chunk of the movie. But it's like, yeah, it's like 15 minutes, 15, yeah, 20 minutes. Yeah, I'm trying to count, like, is there 12? Is this the, is the, are these the 12 monkeys? Yeah, looking at who, like, who are these guys? Yeah. And, and, Which one of them are the monkeys? There was nowhere, nowhere close. Like, it's wild, like, how little they give you in the beginning. Right. It, you would think it's a whole other movie. Like, I didn't, like, when he disappeared, I was just like, huh, how did he get back? Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, when that happened, I was like, did he? It's like, uh, <laughs> when the, when the doctors were like, you think he, 
got himself unhooked and is now crawling around in yeah. air ducts. While like, sedated. I was like, sweet diehard reference. Yeah, bro. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but there's, there's another reference he uses that I, uh, to another one, to another like Bruce Willis movie that uh, I caught it, but now I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, good. That was a good show. That was yeah, a good, yeah. big hey. contr- contribution. No, but it's, it's crazy because like a lot of the stuff in the beginning is just like, it's kind of this fun little like, like nutshell where it's like, all like all these people are like you don't realize like how many people are in this mm-hmm. and I, I was like looking to, through the cast like there's a lot of good actors and yeah. like, just like and you wouldn't even realize it yeah i i and just the lack of context that they give you mm-hmm. makes every i guess I, I feel like this is the type of movie you could jump in like re-watching it completely different experience yeah because you're kind of looking for and if you're looking for certain things yeah like i didn't even remember when he goes like oh you said we should wipe them out it's your yeah right i I didn't remember that at all and then i look i I felt like a completely different movie yeah it's like did he did he say that no i didn't remember it and then i looked back at like some of the some videos and he goes like when he sees them testing the animals and he's like oh look at them asking for it maybe we should be wiped out right it's like damn yeah imagine that give the world back to the dogs and the cats yeah (laughs) and it's like uh, the the movie does a good job really putting you in Cole's shoes where he's in this whirlwind mm-hmm. and I really like that they emphasize that he was chosen because he has a good memory right. because he remembers things in it that are very plot like convenient right. that normal people would maybe wouldn't remember right yeah you know? um, like things that even we forgot you know and uh, it's cool that it, it's, it's like a kind of nice little like you give some credence to this some credit to this character who's like for most intents and purposes i like is almost an unreliable historian like, a, right. like an unreliable character to follow right no yeah and also because th- the way he says it he went underground when he was like 12 years like 10 years old Yo, so he so, doesn't have like certain adult motor skills yeah. yeah but that's a whole other thing though is that in the beginning he's like oh it's 1997 so you they sent me back one year to 1996 but then in 1996 if his eight-year-old self has seen him it wasn't one year. It was like 30. Mm-hmm. Well, know? no, they. I looked it up. They said it, it wasn't said, but all the future stuff takes place in 2035. So he just didn't know what year it was? He didn't know what year it was, yeah. Wow. Yeah. This movie or did they place, lie to him? This movie takes place in four, four different years. Uh, 1920. 1920. 1990. 1990. 1996. And, and 2035? Yeah, 2035, yeah. Wow. That's, see, that's crazy. Because they never tell you that, what year was in the future. Nope. So it's like, you only have his wrong information to go off of. Exactly. Like, you kind of have to guess. You have to, like, well, how old is he? Like, well, Right. So, that's a, so like, throughout the movie, I'm thinking, like, well, maybe he is crazy. Because, like, there's no way that would only be one year. Right. You know, like, if you saw it. If you, because the first thing he says, like, oh, I remember I was a kid when I heard about the the boy in, in Fresco, Fresno, uh, Fresno, no Fres- <laughs> Fresco, Fresco, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> how is that possible? You know? Right. No. Yeah. And then there's like a couple other things where he's like, yeah, he's like a kid. He never got to drive, and and, and like the, the music, and I'm just thinking like. But then you also kind of you, then also another thing goes like, well, if you're a kid, how long did this society take to build underground? Right. You know, like you what happened? Zero of it all. Right. And on top of that, like, whatever it did, you fucked up because you're a criminal in this future. It, I, I did, uh, there's a YouTube video where it's like the theory is like Cole is the uh, starting point of this whole thing. I was so, thinking that, like, too. he has to be there. I was thinking that. Um, cause, but that, like, but I don't know if it's like 
just incidental if the scientists sent him back to be the source. I, I think it said, it said like they they said to send it was all on purpose like right. everything that happened happened for like a he's reason. He's a pawn, right? Yeah, yeah. Like because like if because they they because my thing is like is when when uh, Jose came with the gun. Mm-hmm. What is the gun for? Right. You know, it served no purpose except to get him shot. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you could have given him a knife. You could have given him right. anything. Yeah. Right. And it's like, I don't know. You're right. Like, because um, I was thinking too. Like, well. If you gave him the idea, right, then if you didn't go back, he would have never gotten it, right? Right, yeah. Like, they could have sent anybody back. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that seems like they have sent many people back, yeah. right? Or, like, a few other things where it's like, if you didn't do this, then, like, they would have never gotten this idea, and it would have never happened. Do you think it's, yeah. like, a, like, a probability thing? Like, if they send somebody back, they go, well, this didn't happen like something messed up so we got to send another person back maybe but it's also yeah. kind of like avengers uh kind of time travel right where you go going back to the past doesn't change the future it just sets up a new branch right yeah a, yeah. a branching timeline or, yeah exactly or it kind of just like alters it a little bit and the thing is like and because it doesn't the movie doesn't stop and go like well this is how our time travel system works it's more of like we we strip you down naked yeah and put you in like a, a tube and just shoot you out. Yeah, exactly. Just and flush that, you. And that's how it is. And that's it. And that's it. They don't even try to explain it. It's like even Terminator at this point explained how their time travel works twice. Well, I like how they, they figured out time travel, but they still haven't figured out a cure to this virus. Right, yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like, oh, I got it. I mean, just, you just go all the way back. And it's, it's like, if you can figure that out in, in the steampunk post-apocalypse, like, there's no way this virus would have gotten you. Right. You know? That's always my favorite thing about, like... A, like apocalyptic movies like zombie outbreaks or or like virus outbreaks or something like that it's like i don't think it would get that far yeah i was like as much as like the panic would go like i still think there's like a system in place where it'd be like nah yeah we got it, we got it everyone calm down yeah everyone chill out yeah because i mean bio bio bioterrorism mm-hmm. is an actual threat right. right so if you see zombies going on you could just implement those protocols right yeah. yeah, I also, I like, I honestly think, like, like zombies would be handled a little bit, like, easier than everyone's like, oh, everything's fucked. Right. It's like, nah, they'll just like, okay, well, we'll quarantine something. Like, it's fine. Well, unless it becomes, like, I Am Legend type, or, like, 28 Days Later type. Those would be a little harder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, 28 Days Later was a rage virus, and I don't think it took place in England, right? No. It took place all over? I thought it was. 28 Days Later, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it only took place in... Oh, what? In that small area. But also, that's the thing. Like, well, what about weeks later? 28 weeks. <laughs> Jeremy Renner comes over. Uh, no, was he in that? He was in 28, 28 oh, wow. weeks. Yeah. Um, he's like the king of unsuccessful sequels. Yeah. yeah. Of just like, he's the king of, oh, yeah, you were in that. Oh, they got yeah. you in that, huh? Cool. <laughs> cool. That's on your resume. Gotta huh? get that SAG insurance, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, yeah. it It's so funny to, like, uh, I don't know. There were certain things that I couldn't get over in the movie. Like what? There was the one of the doctors in the beginning was the Riddler from the nineteen ninety six nineteen sixty six Batman. Oh, I was like, oh, like shit. Like, what's he doing here? Well, he's smart. Yeah, he's smart, and he yeah. just and like the way like he was a guy. He was a smoking doctor, so every time he, oh, okay, he had yeah. like this cigarette in his hand, and it's like, well, he's a doctor. He should know. He should but, know not. Yeah. Right? I also like that she's like, oh, I'll patch you up this time the next, but she's a psychiatrist. It's a different kind of doctor. Do you have? I thought you had to go. You got to go to med school, but it's not you like don't, you don't learn like as much as people think you learn in med school. 
you learn a lot more during residency and things like that. Okay. And just out of, through experience and her experiences in, in residency were in mental health. So yeah, maybe she would have those skills, but it's like, it's like I'm a doctor. And it's like, yeah. she was probably just going to give him stitches. Yeah, I was going to say like, yeah. she, she probably did it as well as I would have done it. Yeah. And know? like, cause I guess, cause the bullet was so old and long. That's like right there. Like, Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of cool. Yeah. That, that the bullet came back. Also, like, you know, what's cool. Mm. Full hair, Chris Maloney. Oh yeah, <laughs> never seen that guy with a. But whole still, head an on the edge cop though. He's still on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he when he started making a pass at her, he's like, "Oh, maybe we go get some food." I'm like, "Oh, yeah, hey, stabler, you know better. You know better. Don't get involved with right. the suspects. He's always he always he's always gets too close. He gets too Damn close. Damn it, stabler. <laughs> Let's his emotions get the best of him again. He's trying to find love in all the wrong places. This is why Benson got the promotion, not yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, dude, that was wild to see. What was that other? What was another movie we saw recently that he just he just showed up in? Well, it was Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah, yeah, that was it. But he was supposed to be there. Right, right. No, I mean he was supposed to be in both movies. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> he, he just, just walk. He on just set. showed up yeah. on the day. Like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> but, yo, God, I don't know what happened. Chris tag Malone. me in, coach. It was just like you know we had. I'm just picturing he beats like, up a nerd like they only like beats up the actor that's supposed to be the clop the, the play the cop and he right. just like. Like, oh, I can't find him anywhere. But listen, I'm, I'm wearing his clothes. You might as well just throw me in. You know, we wear the same the same clothes. Yeah. It was Paul Rubens. There's supposed to be Pee Wee Herman in this role. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's me now. So yes. let's, let's, let's do this, okay? Well, what are you going to do about it? You don't have much time. He had the freaking craziest eyes. Yeah. Didn't he? Oh, yeah. man. Oh. It's, such a, it's such a wild movie. Yeah, dude. I don't, And we haven't even, like, scratched the surface. No, on no. Because... Cause like, uh, where do you start? Yeah. Where did what will it take us? <laughs> I, I I all right. Um, let's continue with like these these wacky kind of performances because Bruce Willis, uh, gave a damn in this. Yeah. And it was he acted. so cool to see yeah. him like care. Yeah. And like or to him play a character that's not just like you know tired of everything. As big of a star as Bruce Willis was, back, this was that like, came out I think ninety five ninety six. So this is really early on. So like Die Hard still still like a big big well, hit. He's a bona fide actor. He, he's a star. star. Yeah, he is kind of Hollywood Bruce Willis. Right. Um, do you think if there was a director out now that everybody wants to work with that had like was gonna make a movie kind of like this and it's like, hey, The Rock, mm. can you do this? Do you think he <sighs> you think he'd be like, yeah, I'll take a pay cut and I'll give up my you know, three punches contract. I can say absolutely fucking not. Right. Because The Rock is about his money. And not you know? about getting punched. Yeah. Bruce Willis is an actor that ended up being good at action roles. Right. You know, The Rock is an action star that... Who could act. Who could act if he wanted to. But right. the money's in the star part. Right. You know what I mean? So... He's uh, more of, of an event than he is yeah, an actor. He's an entrepreneur Right. that, you know... Uh, fi- finds out that you know a lot of money con- like it's good for his branding to be in action movies, right? You know, he's a brand. What um, what star like in the like nowadays? I was gonna say Chris Evans, but then he's just sto- Snowpiercer and all that shit. But like, but it would be he would he do would it, do this. He would do. And it. I think maybe he, if he didn't already do Snowpiercer, I think Chris Evans would do really well as the Brad Pitt character. Oh uh, sure, but I I because he likes being skinny for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, go opposite. Yeah. <laughs> be fat. Be jacked. Oh, yeah. I guess that too. No, be chubby. <laughs> make it make the rest of the world feel 
Well, I think that's what Christian Bale did, right? Yeah, Christian Bale. Oh, Christian Bale would be fucking great as yeah, Bruce maybe, Willis in this. Maybe like Equilibrium Christian Bale. Oh, fuck. You know, like, so like, yeah. You know, like, like maybe older Christian Bale would be a little much. Mm. Um, but like 30-year-old Christian Bale. Right. Yeah, that would be, he could work for it. Um, who else would be good? Because it's funny, because you can't think of like, nowadays action stars aren't really the same. Right. You know, like, can you picture, who's an action star now? Who, the, Joel Kinnaman? Jai Courtney? Yeah. You know, like, you could have put those people in real movies. No, yeah, they, they kind of, Real like, movies, like, movies that aren't action, I mean. Right. Like, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, they, they would be a fish out of water. Like, it would seem yeah. really... I mean, Joel Kinnaman's done, like, what's it, Altered Carbon, which I hear is very good. I hear it's good. Um, But, like, it is tough to be like, okay, we'll take a guy who's known for this big this big action movie and throw him into this, like, weird kind of concept. Like, it's it the Expendables be... problem. Yeah. You can't it... take somebody from the Expendables and have them... Like, try to demonstrate acting chops. But everyone's been in Expendables. But you could take somebody who has acting chops and put them in the Expendables. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, Which is what they did with Bruce Willis. With Bruce Willis, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although, the, although, you know, Stallone, like, the Creed movies are... I think... He, he's amazing in the Creed movies. I think movies. Stallone is underrated as an actor because yeah. he... I think he won an Oscar for Rocky and... I don't, I don't know if it's for writing it's or... for screenwriting, though? I think it was screenwriting. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, Stallone, you think, like, oh, this guy's like a... Just like a bag of meat with legs on him, but it's like, like he's fucking smart. Like he's yeah. he's good at what he does. Uh, but I think he got thrown into the action. He was another one. He, like he's an actor that just ended up being good with action movies. Right. But he wrote Rocky. Yeah. You know. And he came up at a time where like action just took off. Yeah. Like so like he just he just happened to get jacked because he was playing a boxer. Right. And then, you know, and he had that gritty like look and and sound to him. Yep, and then Rambo took off. And then and Rambo took off. Yeah. And then it became like, then he just went up there with, with uh, Schwarzenegger. Yep. But Schwarzenegger was another one like The Rock. Yeah. Where he's a star, you know, and then he's like, oh, like, and being in action movies was good for his branding. And then he, like, yeah, and then he had enough capital to be like, well, I could flex around here yeah. and do, like, Kindergarten Cop, or I could do, like, yeah. Twins or something, like, Whatever his secret was, he gave it to The Rock. Right. Because him and The Rock are friends. And their career trajectory I is feel like like almost identical. I feel like with both of them, if you if you're anywhere in their circles, you're their friend. If like yeah. you're if you're a satellite in that circle, you're in the group. I, I would hope. I they're hope. like, hey man, you're a cool guy. I well, like I think back, I feel like they're cool well, back in like the nineties, like The Rock and Schwarzenegger, like Schwarzenegger was on SmackDown a few times. Right. Yeah. The Rock and him, they you know they they're boys. Yeah. You know, and it's just interesting that they go from like a niche sort of uh, you, entertainment. Kind do of, you remember the? I don't for any of the promo for the rundown was like they're passing the torch. Schwarzenegger's passing the torch to the oh, rock. Oh, really? That's why he he cameoed in the rundown. Yeah. Well, I love the rundown. He's like, "It's your turn now." Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Passing the torch. I was too young to realize that's what was happening. The metaphorical yeah. change. But I love the I love the rundown. No, yeah, it's a good movie. Good movie. We should probably do it. Sean William Scott. Um, Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Let's just, t- let's just talk about the rundown. Don't rock the boat. You know, just, um, the guys with the whips. The enduro bug or whatever. Yeah. Don't, uh, the, don't the, pee the in the fr- water. The fruit. The fruit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wakabi or something. Yeah, the wakabi. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Um, I finally wow, know what they call here. Brazil nuts in Brazil. Yeah, they call them nuts. Just nuts. Just nuts. <laughs> <What are you laughs> gonna... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but it's interesting. They come from like a pseudo-competitive right. uh, entertainment that involves looking jacked. And then they make a few... Uh, like they make a couple roles where it's like they happen to be perfect for it because they're jacked, 
and then they make a few bad family movies and then they become about that action well no i think a lot of it except the rock did his first i think schwarzenegger did his family movies after yeah the the rock kind of like to step in he did a lot of disney stuff yeah he got his disney stuff out of the way i know that stallone and schwarzenegger would like compete for roles Mm -hmm. and so like they'd throw like so schwarzenegger uh stallone did a movie called stop or my mom will shoot (laughs) only because he thought he he thought schwarzenegger was going for it schwarzenegger said like i'm going for it so I really want it, and he's like, and so Stallone being ultra competitive is like, nah, I'm, I'm taking nah, it. You know, nah, I think I'm gonna go for it. No, bro, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> and it's like, so he takes it, and so and Schwarzenegger goes, ah, it's a joke. I, 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 I it was a joke. I, uh, I, I wasn't. I didn't want to you play fool. that. You, you got punked. <laughs> I didn't want to play that role. And it's and like so they did like so he made this but, fucking terrible well, movie. Have you seen Have you seen Pumping Iron though? No. So the so Schwarzenegger's known for that kind of mental warfare. Really, like he in the movie, you should we should do pumping iron. Okay, but it's a document. It's a mockumentary. Okay, um, but in the in the movie pumping iron, like Schwarzenegger would like manipulate and mentally like psych out and manipulate his competition, and like one of the things is something similar where, um, he's like oh he's like oh, uh, uh, it's all over Europe. What we're doing is that. We are screaming on stage during our, our posing, uh, and it, it is uh, the energy and the intensity. Uh, the judges love it, right? And the guy's like, "Oh, really? Are you sure?" He's like, oh, "Of course, I'm Mr. Olympia," and and he's and they're just like, "Wow, all right, let's so, let me so, try it." And then he goes on stage, and he's and just like, "Ah!" And they scream <laughs> 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 the whole time. And then obviously Arnold won. <laughs> And then oh there's another God. one uh, how he how he psyched out Lou Ferrigno when they were because Lou Ferrigno the movie the movie sets up Lou Ferrigno as like his big competitor right and they go like well he's backstage and he's just like oh, I'm, I'm, I I got to call Lou Ferrigno's mother you know tell him that her, her son is going to lose and I, you know it's, it's heartbreaking and um and and like Ferrigno is kind of painted as this guy who's like just huge but like kind of timid and like yeah Lou, Lou oh, like I know this is a weird episode but. Uh, I know, like, Lou Ferrigno, I, from remembering, like, a lot of stuff he talks about with the Hulk, is, like, mm-hmm. he got into bodybuilding because he was so self-conscious about being deaf. Yeah. So, if somebody, like, it's still, like, just because you're a jack, like, monster and a dude, like, you're still kind of, like, you still have that part of, like, oh, I'm, you know. Yeah, you and yeah, you have, like, the high voice, you know, yeah. and, and everything. Cause, yeah, because so. being deaf, you can't really hear. Right, your... you can't pay, match your tone and yeah. figure it out that way. And Stallone, like, broke him mentally. I mean, sorry, so, like, Schwarzenegger's so, broken mentally. Schwarzenegger is a real bad guy. <laughs> he's not the good guy of that movie. He is a bad man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's the bad guy in the movie. He's really kind of chilled out as an old man. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe, because he's a politician now, so, so he deserved knows? that dropkick that crazy guy gave him. Yeah. That he just bounced right off uh, He's a few years too late, because he's 72. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back mm. to 12, 12 Monkeys. Monkeys. Uh Hard, hard left turn. Woo. Yeah, so like, so it, it would be tough for an action star of Bruce of nineties Willis of, type, a, a nineties Bruce Willis, whoever you could think is the most comparable to that. Like maybe a Keanu. No, I don't think no. Keanu, Keanu would be. He's too cool, baby. Mm. Uh, I think because like, you I, need someone who could also be nutty. The only person I'm who saying, you don't want Keanu Reeves to go back to nineteen ninety be like, whoa. I think we're actually going to get that movie next year. Oh, that's true. Bill Bill Ted, that's true. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think uh, it would. I think Keanu could do Brad Pitt's role. You, okay. Are you sure? Because Twelve Monkeys is literally 
Bill and Ted plus the Matrix. Yeah. 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 It is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> oh, damn. 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 He's the one. That's the, he was him the whole time. Uh, yeah. He's the he's one go, in He's the haphazardly pool. jumping through history, act, like going into the wrong place accidentally. Yeah. It's like if the, he woke up in Influencing the Matrix and they go, well, we're, we're going to send you back in time. Right. Yeah. If Morpheus was like, it's not where, it's when. Yeah. You know? Ooh. Ooh. Damn. You heard it here first, folks. Also, if he was like, he woke up in a really polite dystopian future. Yeah. Because <laughs> they weren't, like, terrible people. But they were, you know, really shitty. I didn't people. trust the scientists. No. I thought, like, I thought the way that they were shot was so, like, crazy yeah. and also very funny. Yeah. Because they had these weird close-ups and they were behind these, like, odd screens. So, yeah, she had that, like, distorting, like, mirror kind of screen. <laughs> and they move it aside as, like, just a normal just person. Her. Yeah. Like, um, what did you, So, I, this is a big jump. Okay. But... What do you think is the meaning of her showing up at the end with the with the guy with the bad guy in the, it, on the plane? Well, that's the thing that, that leads into the ambiguity of is is she going to kill that guy, right? Or is she going to make sure it happens, right? Or she, is she, she completely oblivious to that? She's sitting next to the guy. That I don't think I don't think because the way with when Jose came back and yeah. said, we got your other message, we know like we know it's not the twelve months. So yeah. so they probably ran that simulation before where they're like oh it's because they said like you have to shoot like you have to get this guy or we're gonna t- kill we're the gonna kill the girl kill the girl because they probably did it where like oh just leave him alone and then they failed and like well we have to get him to do it right so like, i think her, like her saying she's an in insurance kind of leaves it open to be like well what what is she what ensuring that the is guy... it ensuring that it happens or is it, or she that it doesn't doesn't yeah, happen exactly and I think it, I think it is a nice way of like ending it, but it was like so kind of like heavy handed of her being like, "Oh, these people, they, 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 they right, suck," right. blah blah blah. And it's like, it because like, you don't really get to know what her ulterior motives is. All you know is she's a little bit harder on Bruce Willis than the other guys, because mm. the other guys are just like goofy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's this freaking like certificate that says right. "pardon" on it, <laughs> <laughs> and they sing to him like. Yeah. Uh, and it, I thought that I, when that started happening, I was like, "Oh shit, man! These people are fake. Right? Like it's all in his head. God damn it!" And then, like, but I think what happens is when he turns back, whenever he, he travels again, mm-hmm. he like temporarily goes insane. Yeah, you know, and he I, has yeah, to I kind of the, be like the landing, out of it. The landing period is probably really tough. Yeah, and it takes his mind a minute to like get back in shape. Yeah, you know, I think that's what it is, because like if you think about every time he lands, like the first time he's like freaking. It's like shaking and shaking and like drooling, you know. Right. And then yeah, he lands. They catch him. He's like naked. He's yeah. You know, he's like completely t- like not even like turned around. He doesn't know where the hell he is. Yeah, and it takes a little while for him to be able to communicate well mm-hmm. and like really de- like demonstrate like what he's doing. Yeah, you know? and I think uh, also I think it's you don't. But again, <laughs> they don't tell you that. Also, they you, never you, tell you. Also, you never realize how long like how many times this does happen yeah because even uh madeline stowe who plays the uh the, right the, 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 the yeah katherine katherine rayleigh rayleigh yeah because she's like i know you i've right. seen you before so there's probably so that didn't make sense to me so i i think what happens is because he's been sent back so many times is that 
that he's there's a, there's a part of before 1990. No, no, no. That that it's in her like this has happened, and there's like one continuous like because it's a piece loop. of her brain. Mm. It's like oh, I definitely know you. It's like a weird deja vu, right? But it's like because maybe he's gone back in time. Oh, so maybe that's what deja vu is. Right, is somebody that you know you're gonna see in the future. Right. Because time's a loop. And she's like, this is how I remember you. And he had all his goofy fucking fake yeah. hair. So it's like, at certain points, it's like, like maybe this, because that was so tra- traumatic. And because him, it's a paradox, because right. he saw himself die. Right. Yeah. And like, there's, there's, there's like, has to be something that like keeps him like, because why would he go back? Like, why would she like, yeah. why would she not? leave him something's drawing him oh yeah something's her to him. keeping them together and you think at first i i thought that it was maybe just uh she's like a therapist and oh, she's a psychiatrist and this guy's a nut and she's like you know i can't just leave him I to his device i can save him right something right. like that and then like later on she like with uh with uh uh um oh the uh, uh the cop the cop oh maloney maloney with uh, with Maloney, um, she like kind of exhibits signs of like Stockholm syndrome. Right. He even know? says it. Like, yeah. why, why all you kidnap victims always say the always the guys, want to talk like, about how nice their kidnapper was. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great Stockholm bedside syndrome. manner, Maloney. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Seriously. Um, yeah. Stockholm syndrome. Uh, so it's kind of like, but then if she if it is because like she's like her she knows that she has like kind of like a. Her fate is like right. predetermined, and it's drawing her to it's like it. What we conceive as fate and destiny could right. be time traveling. Yo, like that would be like a, kind of a cra- also like a crazy thing. It's like, well, yeah, like, well, how many times has this happened? How many times has something like this happened right. that we don't even know about? Right. Like if, but but it's not. I mean, like you might think of like oh, like something like, like oh yes, it's supposed to happen. I was like, what if he, it's just you in the future coming back? In time and setting this in motion, setting it up, yeah, right. either unwittingly or, or yeah, know, purposefully, yeah. Oof, yeah, heavy, yeah. Am I think? But here's I got a question though. Okay, right? Jose died in 1920. No, right? he lived. When they shot him in in the war, I thought I thought no, he because he saw him die. No, he he survived because if you remember, like, um, because she did that. That like uh, oh in the presentation yeah the presentation she said that he she's survived. like he survived and then he didn't remember any French all right. he could do is speak English oh perfectly. that's true that's true that's true that's true yeah. yeah yeah he did survive and then when she gone back and looked at the <laughs> what a funny photo is this is naked Bruce Willis holding yeah that <laughs> was supposed to be like a big moment because right. we knew you like knew it was coming but it just kind of looked silly right yeah you know? oh, <laughs> and he's that dumbfounded look on his face. I mean, it is yeah. That is super fucking like nuts, and and I like I like I'm telling you like this movie. I really wish I saw it beforehand, so now I could be like, oh well, you know, I have all the answers. But right, I also like not having any answer. Yeah, to this especially movie. in a movie like this. Yep, because like I like I keep saying before, like, like the... I would definitely show this movie to other people. Yeah, and kind of deal with like the slings and arrows of just like them not getting it. Right. But it's like, look, you you, you do get it. At the end just of the give day, it, just give yeah, it, just you let get, your brain yeah. run through it. Yeah. Like, don't give up on it right away. Just like let your brain watch it. See, that's good storytelling, though, yeah. right? Like, there's somewhere, there's some movies where you're watching. It's like I don't understand this, yeah. and like and you tap out. You, you know? tap out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But this one, like, it gives you enough where, like, you think you can follow it, and at the end, it rewards you. Right. With it, but because you feel like you figured it out. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't tell you what happened. Right. right. Like, at the end, I'm watching it, I'm just like, damn. Like, I, I was right. I also think there comes a point where you where somebody may get frustrated with what's going on, mm. but there's, like, it's so visually interesting. Like, this, the scenery and the, the cinematography of how, like, they frame the character. And then also, like... So a lot of the performances keep you like, oh, okay, like, well, I'm in. Mm-hmm. It's like, the, we'll get to Brad Pitt in a little bit. Yeah. Trust, trust, trust on that. Yeah. But <laughs> when he came back, when they came back and they went to the the Globe Hotel. Mm-hmm. And then, and like. The Ho Hotel? The Ho Hotel. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, kind of, they're just like, oh, tell me what you remember. And it's like, kind of that, like, sad, like, sappy. was like, well. I think this and then that and then I don't want to and then all of a sudden it. just this wacky like pimp comes in yeah. and like who the fuck are you right and it's like oh wait and then it's just like okay well now I'm back in like yeah. now oh, kind of like, kill people I can do that right, like, I can do that it's like I can't like really sit and like relax also also but like once, he's but been what? turned back on so there's been a lot of like and it's Cric- an old crickety crackety crackety yeah um, but what really set him back that time was the message right right that threw him so hard yeah cause he remembers things so yep. he remembered the whole message like damn it I mean I, and and even I didn't this, make it up even Fuck. that's that that spray paint that never would have happened yeah that, that like that it, he saw in the in when they came back from 1990 he's like I think I saw this it's like, and he's like no you didn't like, but it's funny cause they they show it because it was him going back to 1990 that caused it right you know but also, when they said you didn't see it, does that mean you didn't see it yet? And so when they were sending, when he got sent back, like that's when you saw, saw, when you saw it. it again. I mean, it would make sense, right? Because they didn't send him back yet, so they wouldn't know that he saw those or things. Or did they? <laughs> or did they? That's it. Fuck. Come on. God damn. <laughs> that's the thing. I I think I got the movie, but I don't get it. Or did, did you? Or do I? <laughs> Could be completely wrong. that's the beauty of this movie where you could kind of take an interpretation and be like yeah you got the pieces of it but it's the wrong puzzle right yeah <laughs> uh, yeah it definitely definitely it seems like the kind of puzzle where you can arrange the pieces right. to get multiple answers it's like yeah you were trying to build a kitten but you actually got a flower pot it's right like, well, this, this isn't right like, how do you the colors <laughs> but it's still but the puzzle is still solved yeah exactly like that's so i it's like i don't think i've ever been this blown away by a movie yeah. in such a long time yeah to be like such a like a, a high concept. We should watch this movie in twenty thirty five. Oh yeah, if I'm alive, yeah. Okay, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of miles on these tires, my man. If you die, one thing I will yeah. do is, is watch, I'll watch the senior screen memory. this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in twenty thirty five with your Funko Pops. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's only what less than That's fifteen years away. Sixteen years 16 away. Years away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we could do it. Also, yeah. like, how. <laughs> How crazy beautiful is, like... Madeline Stowe? Besides that, yeah. yes. Fucking babe right there. Yeah. Still looked good, though. Yep. I, I, I Aged the, well. So good. Like, yeah. Ziggy As Wade, did Ziggy. Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As did it Brad Pitt. This, yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. If anybody... Oh, also... Stupid, sexy Brad. Two weeks in a row, uh, this movie had a, a, an actor in it that was in the movie we did before. Yeah. The... Was it... Uh, Lewis Carruthers was in this movie. It's it's like six degrees of separation. <laughs> so like we should try to do that for a whole season. Uh, it's like every movie like has right. somebody from the last. Like movie. okay, no like, matter like how small the role. 
That's a lot of work on my hand. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> and then we gotta like control our guests. It's like, well, does this have this guy in it? Does this have this well, guy? Well, obviously, in it? like the guests would be like a resetting point. Right. Right. Yeah. And they get to choose whatever movie. Then we try to pick someone from that one to be in the next. Okay. No matter how small. Okay. Or yeah. even like screenwriter, like production assistant just like boom hold boom grip. mic holder the fucking yeah. best boy yeah like... the best boy yeah uh or yeah. not or not maybe that's yeah, just yeah. a ton of work well, yeah. we'll, let, we'll get into uh, let's get into madeline stowe and brad pitt in a little bit uh, okay but so, i just wanted to say like yeah. how like philadelphia for as you know as a bad reputation as it gets for its sports fans just those buildings are absolutely gorgeous and like a lot yeah. of a lot of the scene like they didn't do that much set dressing to it Mm-mm. like those are just buildings that are there yeah. it's crazy mostly they was put a lion on it yeah put a lion on it. or some giraffes yeah <laughs> but yeah it's like it's like these like the the shopping malls are these big like fucking yeah. gothic looking things yeah. it's like it's like i expect that in tim burton's batman be, I, that's what i was about to say yeah. yeah like even the police station that's like in like city hall it's like right like, damn like this looks really fucking cool, but it's like that's a, that's the nine that's a nineties look though. Yeah, you know what I mean. When did this movie come out? Ninety five. Ninety five. Yeah. Oh wow. So a lot of crazy because you so, could, like early enough that you would think everything could go down. So this look, this honestly looked like it was such like a high concept nineties movie. Yeah. Which would become if like if it came out now it would be such like a low budget like oh this movie's gonna fuck you up pretty good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it could be placed in a different time period. Mm-hmm. Like like if it came out in the eighties it'd be like this is insane. Like, we, like, I, I think, yeah. Because Back, for, back yeah. to the Future blew enough minds. Yeah, this would have fucking melted minds. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, all right, let's talk about, let's talk about, let's talk about uh, Brad Pitt. Oh, man. He was crazy. He was kookity, he was spookity. <laughs> <laughs> he was, like, what is it, Um, they said, like, obviously on the IMDb trivia, uh, Terry Gilliam was it, this is the quote. Terry Gilliam was afraid that Brad Pitt wouldn't be able to pull off the nervous, rapid speech. He sent he sent him a speech coach, but at the end of the, at the end, he just took away his cigarettes, and Brad Pitt just got ner- like shaky from that. Yeah. So that's Brad Pitt on a fucking like withdrawal. Just withdrawal. Yeah. yeah. Pretty nuts. Um, cause he did a wow. Like he he was really all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know. Would you say he overacted it? I think with a different director, it would have been overacting. Mm. But with Terry Gilliam, I think it was like it's in the ballpark. Like mm. I didn't feel like he was out of place. Yeah. Like because you could see like in some like Scorsese did it, and you see like uh, Brad Pitt doing this like da, 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 yeah. and like all this. So, like I don't think it. That's not that's not One how you, that's not how you act for Marty. Right. <laughs> like I th- and then like for Quentin Tarantino, it's like. Oh, you're pushing it, mm-hmm. but that's not how you act for for Quentin either. Mm-hmm. Like you could, if, uh, you've seen crazy people in Tarantino movies. Right. Like that's not it. But with Terry Gilliam, who is, you know, who's known for a lot of like comedy and like you know even Brazil, where it's just like everyone's a little off, and who's the most off? Like yeah, like that's the one you like go. All right, that fits. Right. Like I like I like you stand out and, and the com and like we said the camera work really complements it too yeah to make it seem like it fits it made me panicky like a yeah. little like on edge like you said the dutch angles did yeah. a lot for it where it's just slightly off kilter when you start like showing him around and mm-hmm. stuff you know um like you get a close-up of his eyes and shit like how yeah. like how crazy were, were his eyes, eyes were, was the was the right like eye that looked like a glass eye was that like that in the 90s too in 1990 
No, it's. I think that's like a fake. I think that's just a contact. Oh well, no, no, no! Mm. I don't mean like in real life. I mean like in the story. Yeah. Did he have that in? He had that. He had that in the mental hospital. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But you, I think what happened was, in the mental hospital, he was always shot. Kind of like why he never had too many close-ups. Mm-hmm. But at the end, when he was at, uh, when he was the, back to being the rich boy son, mm-hmm. he. Uh, they shot more extreme close-ups where you see his face, you see, like, his eyes, you see, like, how fucking wacky his face yeah. is. And I think that really kind of, like, shows you he's now more crazier than he was right. before. The hair and everything yeah. makes it look that way, too. Um, I really like that he, when you see he's extremely about, like, oh, my father, will hear about this rich father. That scene stuff. where he gets pulled over the yeah. fucking railing, how wild is that? Dude. It, does, it just looks out of this, like... So that like I've never seen it before, yeah. even though I've seen people being held over railings. Yeah, of course. Just the way it was shot, like an over the shoulder, yeah. fucking like weird kind of like Alfred Hitchcock close up. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my god, like mm-hmm. this is so good. Yeah, so good. Yeah. So and those things like that that make me think like this could be the movie, right? You know, and then he, he disappears, and I'm like, okay, so he got away in 1990, and he has to find his way to 1996 and everything, but no, <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, he he was just. Uh, it was cool to see like what would sound like crazy ramblings from anyone else. Like even Brad, even with Bruce Willis, right. what they're saying, yeah, I could totally see why everyone would think that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I kind of like when movies do that when they uh, when the person sounds crazy because they're saying something to someone who doesn't know, um, and then you come to find out like when they come to find out, right? right? Um, like I really like the scene where because I knew it would happen as soon as he said like. Oh, he's in the barn. Right. Like, I knew she would find out that... Yeah. I knew it would, like, come and like, he's gonna... She's gonna find out yeah. he's in the barn, and then that'll make her believe that's, him. That's Chekhov's boy in the well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's still... But, like, it's because I well like that trope so much, it's still very act. satisfying. For yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, now, uh, with... You know, obviously, Brad Pitt was really, really good in this movie. He won a Golden Globe for his performances. Really? Yeah. Oh, good. I think this is the first... First... Uh... uh major award he won yeah he had so many little ticks so many biting his finger the the shaking of the eyes shaking of the eyes like shaking of everything really the voice like his voice was like kind of like even a character in itself his voice is like his he'd have kind of like a a calm rapid Mm -hmm. pace and then he'd be like yeah and then like bring it back down a little bit and yeah got a little energetic so like he he kind of worked in this weird like wave yeah uh but like madeline stowe let's talk about her she uh uh, the, the stowaway the stowaway yeah so i didn't i didn't like the romance you thought it was too much or i it, it just seemed like it happened at the last second and it's like nothing really like i like even when they're in the whole hotel right and she's like puts him in his arms i'm like i get that she feels bad for him because clearly this man is being torn apart by mm. what's happening to him but that seemed more like like you know like sympathy Right, you, know? they, like, it you didn't never seem felt like, there, like came a moment where it's like, right, this is this is Bay right here, right, yeah. exactly, exactly, you know, because also think like she, he, she was pissed, she was pissed because he locked her in a car. Also, what a fake out with making right, it look yeah. like he strangled her. Um, that he locked her in a car, and then he disappeared, right, and, the, and then like suddenly, as soon as the cops pick her up, she's like, you know, he wasn't that bad. Yeah, like he did still kill a guy. Right. Yeah. You know. And uh, she wasn't thinking in the moment, like, oh, you know, he was just defending me. Yeah, it's like you never really get into her insanity. It kind of seems like when he disappears from when uh, after the party, Mm -hmm. she kind of like goes on her own, like self-destructive. Yeah. Kind of like 
crusade to find if he was right uh to find like the 12 monkeys and all right. that so you like you kind of just it kind of gets glossed over a little bit where it's like well she's just having a rough weekend right yeah right because now she i i agree it does kind of seem like she starts losing it too right you know and then so it's kind of and, and when he comes back and he's just like no i'm crazy you were right and I'm like, all right, who's crazy? Right. You know, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. And her character does kind of go through that too. And by the end, they seem like just a crazy couple. Right. You know, but but not because, not crazy that they're making it all up, but crazy because it's real. Right, yeah. You know, and, and, the, and the gravity like, of this actual situation has like, just taken a toll in their brain, on their minds. He gets less sane by being with her, while she gets more crazy with being with him. Without him, yeah. too. Yeah. And like, it's kind of this weird, like, I don't, I don't want to say toxic relationship. It's more of like a symbiotic relationship mm-hmm. where they kind of need each other mm-hmm. to see the bigger picture yeah and it's it's a very it's it's a very interesting dynamic and like she's she's never like uh i don't want to say she's never like damsel in distressy Mm-mm. she was more of just like oh, I, everything's too crazy i can't catch up now mm-hmm. but when she catches up it's she she comes up with a plan to like get out of like the uh, philadelphia in the winter which is smart yeah you know a lot of people need to yeah. well also <laughs> They went. They went down to Baltimore, and then they like you know they would just, yeah, no, they went from Baltimore up to Philly. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it's a, yeah, she. I don't know. I kind. I kind of wish she had a little bit more, more time, because mm-hmm. she did figure out who, she like really picked up on that who the bad guy was. Uh yeah yeah, but yeah, even yeah. though like she kind of like brushed she him brushed off. him off like I wouldn't even think she'd remember his face right yeah you know but then she saw him there but then she also saw him in the newspaper right. And, she, and then she put it all together right there. Yeah, and I think she, I wish she like when she was doing the book signing. I wish she was a little bit like they they More had her. To him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like she kind of like took in who he was, right? Because he is such like a or like had like a like a disagreement with him. You'd be yeah. like, you know, like, like actually argued with him a yeah, little it's bit. Like, that's a little yeah. extreme. Thing. Yeah, it's like, a little extreme. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Because because it it was funny when like he just kind of like said like. It, it did feel, it had that, like, Patrick Bateman thing of, like, when he was just saying when people weren't paying attention, it was like, mm-hmm. well, I'm just going to kill you and, and drink your blood, blah, right, blah, blah, Right, right. And it's like, he's, like, saying, oh, there's going to be another plague. I'm into murders and executions. Oh, you mm-hmm. mergers and acquisitions? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. It kind of seems like this whole, like, crazy people talking while, quote-unquote, saying people just blow right yeah, past you. Yeah, yeah. But, like, she is a little bit more in-depth than that, where she would have been like, I got to kind of s- debate with this guy. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's just like... Yeah, okay, whatever. Here, here's the book, champ. Yeah. Knock yourself out. I wish I wish it kind of... Because it, it was a two-hour and ten-minute movie. Could have spent three seconds. Just be like, I, I don't think you're right on yeah. that. Or just, like, replace her brushing him off with her being... Yeah, like, being like, I don't think you're right on that. Yeah. Would have taken the same amount of time. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. And it would have made it just a little more sensible that she would know him already. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because... Because when he walked past world. her, he didn't even seem to know her. Oh, because she was in disguise. Yeah, she was in disguise with blonde hair and sunglasses. Sunglasses. By the way, how crazy were 1995 airports? You just walk in. Also, gothic literature. Yeah. I mean, sorry, gothic architecture in the airport. That, like, gateway where it's like, And she's like, all airports look the same. I've never seen an airport look like that. LaGuardia doesn't look like that. No, JFK don't look like that. JFK don't look like that. God damn. LaGuardia Airport don't look like that. What kind of planes are are flying out of there? Fucking dirigibles. Yeah. The hot air balloon is yeah. like that. <laughs> We've got to fill it with helium. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, she, and that's the thing. Like, 
I wouldn't believe the romance until the movie theater, and then suddenly they're just acting romantic. Yeah. You know? It kind of... Like, it, him falling for her, I get. Yeah. Her falling for him, I don't get. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's more of, like, that kind of Hitchcock vibe at the end. Because I yeah. know that's what they wanted to do. They were I mean, very, that was heavy-handed, too. Yeah. Because yeah. it was... This movie was influenced by a French film, which I am not going to even dare to pronounce, mm-hmm. uh, but which that French Le film... Petit. Yeah. Yeah. Which that was influenced by Vertigo. Oh, the French one was influenced by Vertigo. Yeah, so oh, that was yeah. That's why Vertigo was playing. Exactly. So oh. it's like in the end, it is still. I like, didn't know that extra step. Yep. So it's. Uh, but you know, the French film was like thirty minutes long, and it's like pictures. Yeah. Like it's not Terry Gilliam's footage. a weird man. Yeah. He's but he's a he's a fucking. That would creep me out to yeah. watch a movie that's just like pictures like that, and from like nineteen like whatever. Yeah, he had, I think the the plot of that movie is that it's a man from World War Three has to recount his life in pictures. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I think I don't know. It, it, I think it's the whole idea of like this whole. But like, he also time travels and falls in love in the past. Yeah. yeah. And and meets Brad Pitt. Mm. Uh. Wow. Yeah. So. Let's give this a grade because I know we could keep on talking about this forever, yeah, and we got shit to do today. That's true. Um. Okay. A grade. Wow. For me, it's between an eight and a nine. I would be comfortable with an eight and a half. Okay. Yeah, because this is, this is like it's. I was. This is so unexpected. It yeah. was the same thing when I watched Seven. Right. I was like, oh, I did not expect this to go this like. But deep. with with Seven, I felt it dragged at points. Mm. This just was like I was two hours. Like it was a whoa, fast two hours. Whoa. I was like, hold on, like I have to like yeah. take a deep breath. Yeah. There, they, they, like in Seven, there was a point where I was like, uh, and the more I watched Seven, it's like, okay, all mm-hmm. right, all right, yeah, okay, no problem, no problem. But now when I watch when I watch this, I was like, "Hold the fuck on!" Like, yeah, when I watch that? it again, there's gonna be so many things that yeah. I like don't pick up on. And it's, I'm gonna be like, "Oh wait, what did he mean that?" Now that we know that this was actually that, right? You know, what happened to that guy in the bathroom? Are we sure we're referring to? Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, are we sure we're referring to him, or, is, or are they really referring to Brad Pitt the whole time? Right. Yeah. Wow. Open your third mind. Wow. But uh, no, but Brad Pitt even <laughs> like when they come back. Mind? Open your third eye. Oh, your third eye. Yeah. When when they're showing the pictures and stuff to him, and Brad Pitt's there. Right. I'm just like he was significant. Wow. And also in one of Bruce Willis's dreams, he saw Brad Pitt running through the airport. So uh, yeah. Like, so instead of the post-apocalyptic guy, he did see Brad Pitt yeah, at one time. It was right. Like, it was a kind of a red herring. Yeah. It was so, a red and, herring. And so like that's why I think that's why everything was like. When when Brad Pitt was with the long hair, mm-hmm. he was filmed more diabolically. Yeah, you're like with the mustache. Yeah, and you just re- and then when you see at the end, Brad Pitt was just more full of shit than, yeah. than he was normally yeah. was. He just all he did was just free some animals. Exactly. And it's like oh, but he he was kind of a he wasn't the final piece. Right. He was just a cog to the final piece. Right. And it's right. like what's going? This is <laughs> so it, good. It's, but it's also like what are the chances? Right. But right. Um, Oh, yeah. Terry Gilliam. I mean, I mean, wow. There's and then uh, there's another thing about that. Okay, so then the, if we watch it again, one thing I'm gonna look out for is when he goes to the original. Um, when he sees the dream the first few times, right? Does he see Catherine or is it another woman? That's what I want to see. Oh, because he goes like, "Oh, it was always you," and but like it was, but like clearly this dream is being altered based on what he experiences. What he sees, yeah, yeah. Like he's replacing faces, right? Because he thinks. When he thinks that Brad Pitt's the bad guy, he sees Brad Pitt in the dream. Well, I think the first time we see the dream, 
you don't see any faces at all. All you see right. is a guy in a dumb shirt and white pants woman, get shot and a woman yeah. with blonde hair. And then you and see then after her you, face. Then you see her face after she's introduced. Mm. <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. Wow. I think we need to see this. I think we got to rewatch it with like a group of people. Mm. Like I'm a little, like I'm kind of interested to see how they react to it. How they take it. it in. Yeah. Because yeah. well, I knew nothing about it. Also, this. first like 20 minutes, like two times you see Bruce Willis's bare ass. Also, I know, that's how you know he's acting. Yeah. When that's he how gets, you know he's invested. When he gets naked, he's like, oh. He's like, yeah, I really got to bear it off with this role. Yeah. But yeah, eight and a half. This yeah. movie's fucking great. It's this on Amazon awesome. Prime. Yeah. Um, even if, if, it, if it goes off, it's so worth the rental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's such a fun movie. It's such fun a movie. fun, weird fucking movie. Yeah. And I'm glad we did it. And he does crazy. Bruce Willis does crazy things. How do you get response to the music? You know, when he's like tapping around in the puddles. Like, by the I way, would think this by the way music. Great. Oh yeah. Really great. That really. like theme song <laughs> that plays. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, so creepy yeah. at times. And also so funny at times. Apparently it's an Argentinian tango song. Ooh. Yeah. It's going to be on this. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny because when I was reading the IMDb trivia, like Bruce Willis auditioned for The Fisher King and he really wanted to work with Terry Gilliam, oh. but he lost to Jeff Bridges for that. Fair. And Terry Gilliam wanted Jeff Bridges for this role for Bruce Willis. Oh, interesting. But, he, but uh, Jeff Bridges, didn't, the studio's like, we need a bigger star. And Bruce Willis like, I'll fucking do it. But the thing is, Bruce Willis... He, he's definitely, like, rougher around the edges than Jeff Bridges, but he has this vulnerability to him. And that's what that's also another thing I was going to get to, mm. where the reason why Terry Gilliam wanted to work with uh, Bruce Willis is because the scene in Die Hard where he's picking glass out of his feet, uh-huh. he's like, there's a raw kind of sensi- like sensitivity about this guy. Yeah. Who you think he's, like, this tough character, but he's actually, like, he's sensitive, he's kind of, like, he's empathetic, he's... Yeah. and relatable. He's so relatable, and he's just doing things for... The right reasons. That's the thing, yo. Bruce. That's why Bruce Willis can't play the bad guy, but because um, he's too relatable, he's too sensitive, he's, he's too, too he's too, too soft. Yeah, but uh, but that's wild. That's how you know you like Bruce Willis. There's more to him. Yeah, there's more to him. Yeah, I feel bad that like a there's lot of the movie he Armageddon. does that a lot of movie he's done now does not like kind of catch that. Because, uh, that's partially his fault. Though. That is his fault. You know, yeah, he he it's like he hasn't. I don't think he's been excited by a movie in like since since this. Like we are, like when's the last? What's the last Bruce Willis? We we'll look back at all the Bruce Willis movies and try to find the last one where he cared. Yeah, like find that point. Yeah, like where things went downhill. Uh, but that will be it. I think that's. Uh, yeah, I think that's the shoot. Right, that is the shoot. Yeah. Uh, so guys, uh, thanks so much for listening. As always, you can always hit us up uh, on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Movie Mayhem Podcast at Gmail dot com. And also, you can check out our T Public Store. I put up got a couple three of new, designs. new designs. Look at that. Uh, they are decent at best. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, check them out. It's uh, tpublic.com backslash Movie Mayhem Podcast. That's it. And yeah, we'll be back next week with another. Maybe we'll movie. actually do something Halloweeny. Who knows? Or we'll come back in time. And oh, <laughs> has this already maybe happened? Like a time travel Halloween movie. Oh, time it... travel thriller. Is there a time... happy birthday to you? Is that happy birthday? Uh, happy, happy death, death day? day. Happy death day. I don't think that's a Halloween movie. It's Groundhog's Day. It's Groundhog. You could do Groundhog's Day. That's a good. That's movie. on Netflix. That's a good movie. Yeah, I think we should. You know what? Oh, I got it. I know what we should. Do. Oh, let's do. <laughs>